Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Good morning, everyone. How's everyone doing? It's Nicole. I hope you're doing well. And like I said, I hope you have your coffee with you. And uh, I'm just, I don't know what's going to come out today, to be honest with you. Um, We shall see, but there's just been something on my heart that I want to talk about. And I always talk about things that are going on in my personal life. Um, so today I feel like it, it's going to be more of an encouragement to some of you out there um, than a full-blown teaching. But anyways, I just believe that there are going to be some of you that uh, you're going to get a nugget of freedom that is going to transform your life. Because today... I am talking about how, and I'm not sure the title I'm putting on this yet, So, um, but I am talking about how people-pleasing can keep us stuck and can actually cause torment. So I want to uh, share, you know, a true life thing that's going on in my life right now. And it's not all about people pleasing, but there is a little aspect in there of it that I wanted to talk about. And so um, for those of you that don't know, I have a ministry center in Illinois called the Hope Center with my husband. And uh, it's been a blessing for the time that we had it. Um, But we decided that it's time to put it up for sale. And so um, I'm ready for the next adventure in life to see what happens, but this has been a time coming. Um, It's not all financial reasons. We could actually keep it open, but you know, I posted this on Facebook a few days ago because that's what I was reflecting on is that it's a blessing when you know what you're called to do and when you know what you're called not to do. And it, and and you when you know what you're called to do and you're walking in it, it, it you're going to have peace. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to have trials and things that happen. Um, I had those all throughout the Hope Center. And I we were located in a condo complex And I could tell you many stories of how the enemy tried to get in there. I have some stories that are kind of comical, but just a lot of um, drama and trials and weapons formed because the enemy didn't like us in there, let's face it. But I'm so grateful for lives that were transformed through the message of God's love and grace and the finished work of Jesus Christ at the Hope Center, we've received many, many testimonies. And so we are grateful, my husband and I, that we were able to sow those seeds into the kingdom while we were here. And 
Um, but I realized that the undertaking of the Hope Center, there were a lot of aspects of it that I am not called to do. <laughs> you know, one of these things, one reason I love being a part of the Healing Journeys Today team, I love this team for one, it's, um, we're unified, there's no competition, it's beautiful. Um, but I don't have all of the responsibilities of, um, Julianne, who's in charge, you know, so I don't have those responsibilities, but I'm able to be a part of the team and I enjoy it. And God has shown me and given me peace that, yes, this is a place that he, that, that I belong, that I know that I belong to because I have peace, but he's showing me other areas where I, I don't enjoy as much. And this is what I want to encourage some of you in too, is that, and like I said, I didn't know how this was going to come out, but sometimes you don't know what you enjoy doing and what you're passionate about until you actually step out and do it. And a lot of people, they never step out because of fears and everything else. And you know what? And also, you know, there's that lie that, if you step out and do something and then you end up stopping it that you didn't hear from God at all. And I would, I will tell you now there are times we miss it and everything like that. But as far as the Hope Center goes, I don't consider it a failure. I do believe that God called us um, to do this. And, uh, you know, I'm going to get into something in a little bit as far as uh, what I believe God is concerned. And so, you know, it's important not to stay in condemnation and to just when you feel like you're led to make a decision to stick to that decision that peace brings. So follow your heart, follow peace. And so there were other times when I... um felt like I was supposed to sell the Hope Center and, um, you know, just different things. And believe me, there's a lot more I could share here. But I would also, pe sometimes people would talk me out of it. And also I would think about, you know, a lot of the people there that that was their refuge. They loved coming there. And that really touched my heart, believe me. I, I was so grateful to hear that it just made everything so worth it. But at the same time, you know, when I made, when Claude and I came to the conclusion and he, um, you know, he knew that it was really my heart to, to sell the Hope Center. Um, it's like, I, I was in a way, I was afraid of letting people down. And, um, because I know there are some people that are disappointed and I understand that. I mean, when you go to a place and, and, um, you enjoy going and, and, and it's cha change can sometimes be hard. Um, you know, and it's hard, it can be hard on, on everybody and change is weird and we don't always like change, but, but I'll tell you right now, change, um, promotes growth. And so I realized that that thinking was sneaking back in about people pleasing and all of that. And I, 
I had to take those thoughts captive and go back to uh, my spiritual mom always says we have an audience of one and that is our good father. And so between my husband and God, that's really what matters in this decision. We're praying for the right buyers. We don't know when that will happen. We know that, you know, God, I just believe God is going to do something awesome with this. There are other possibilities of things that could happen, but I just feel peace about it. And I will say that my husband and I are moving to Wisconsin next year. We've been looking into properties and everything and where we want to move. There are conference centers there. So if I want to have a conference from time to time, which I probably will, um, I can do that. So it's just a different kind of change. But I realize that I can't carry all the responsibilities of what the Hope Center entails and the building entails and the condo association and the marketing and just so many things. Um, I am very grateful because I did have a lot of help from people and we could not have operated the way that we did without them. So but ultimately I had to come to the conclusion that I cannot keep the Hope Center in order to please everybody else and make them happy. It was causing me not to be happy in a way and not to have peace. And so I just um, feel like there are, and by the way, I want to say this too. This doesn't mean that, you know, when you are called to do something, it doesn't mean that everything runs smoothly all the time. You are going to most likely hit trials and things that happen and work through those. And I did for a long time with the Hope Center. So I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about when your heart is consistently not passionate about something anymore it's time to move on. It's time if, and that could even be the father saying, Hey, you know, I've got other things for you to do. I've got new adventures for you. And as soon as you let go, you know, you're going to experience that peace and he's going to lead and guide us every step of the way. And that's how I, I feel is happening, uh, with the hope center. But before I get on to a couple of scriptures too, I do feel like I have a word for somebody or some people that you've been afraid to either stop doing something or to step out and do something because you're afraid of what people think about you. And, um, but I feel like God wants to tell you if that's you, He's speaking to your heart right now and he's saying, I've got you. You're hearing from me. And as soon as you make that decision that you know is the right decision on your heart, you're going to have healing in your life. Healing is just going to take place. Peace is going to take place. Anxiety is going to go. Frustration is going to go because it's been frustrating you. And the father also wants you to know that you're not letting him down and that he loves you and he's for you and he's cheering you on. I had, um, and I just, now that thought came, I know this was God saying, you know what, 
this is how I feel about you. This, this is awesome. So I had a friend that has ministered at the Hope Center and I was sharing with her about, you know, selling the Hope Center and uh, we were talking about some things and she actually said to me, she goes, I love you for you, not what you can do for me. And see, that's the thing is, you know, when you have a building and you sell a building, you realize who loves you for you and who loved you for your building and the ministry. I'm just going to be honest with you, that can happen in the area of ministry. So her saying that, I love you for you and not what you can do for me was touched my heart so deeply made me feel loved and safe and i knew i mean she's a trustworthy friend so i knew that i could say that to her and i'm here to tell you right now god just spoke to me during this and he said i want you to understand that related to me he says i love you for you not what you can do for me and there's so many um you know, people in the Christian life, and we can all fall into this works thing, you know, because we're human at times. But so many people feel like they need to work for God's love and approval. And also they're afraid that if they make the wrong decision, that God's going to be disappointed in them and he's going to be mad at them and all um, this and that. But I want to tell you that God is not mad at you. He's not disappointed in you. He loves you. And, you know, even if we make a decision that, you know, could be the wrong decision, let's just say, um, that doesn't change anything about God. And, and God, that's the thing, you know, I've heard an expression before that, you know, um, that God he he not only helps us out of any messes we make because he's a good father we just ask him for help we ask him for help and he doesn't hold it against us it says in jeremiah 29 11 he has good plans for our future he has a hope and he has a future and so um you know sometimes our plans are like this <laughs> instead of going like that and God's like, you know what? I'm going to help you in the mess <laughs> to get back to the straight path. And so um, I just feel like God is releasing some of you right now from any kind of guilt or condemnation or people pleasing related to a decision you need to make. He wants to set you free in that area. And I know for me as, you know, different, you know, he used somebody to give me a word to help me in this situation too, that he wants you to experience total freedom and healing and wholeness. And so we have God's approval and he is really the only one that matters. Now, you know, is it a blessing when people, you know, maybe don't like us or we find out they were using us or, you know, and I'm sure we've all done the same thing. No, it's not. It's not a blessing. But at the same time, the more security 
that we have in our identity in Christ and in the love of God, the more people's opinion and people pleasing is going to fall off of us like water off a duck's back. And so that's why I want to encourage you. And I know that uh, for my own life, I see years and years of people pleasing. And uh, even after my healing revelation, you know, that was one of the things that God has been helping me with over and over because I grew up, my whole childhood was people pleasing because I always got in trouble. And my dad used fear as a tactic to get me to obey him, me and my sister. And so I was afraid of making a mistake because I was in big trouble if I made a mistake. Actually, I got in big trouble even when I didn't make mistakes. So that caused me to be afraid of making mistakes and wanting to people please. And my mom was a huge people pleaser. And I picked that up from her. But I'm telling you, the more, and I know you know this, many of you know this, and some of you are growing. And by the way, I'm still growing. I haven't arrived, but I've left. Thank you, Jesus. I love what Andrew says. But the more secure you are in knowing God's love and approval for you, the more you are able to set boundaries, the more you are able to not let rejection crush you, the more... Um, secure you are, the more bold you are. The righteous are as bold as lions. And I believe once we understand our righteousness as our identity, that we are bold, um, you're able to set boundaries with people and it's a beautiful thing. And so, um, you know, with this whole Hope Center situation, I feel at peace. I, I know it's the right decision. Are there going to be people that are not happy with me and they think I'm making the wrong decision and I should have, you know, waited it out or I could have done this, I could have done that, I could have hired, you know, just all these things. Yes, there are. Um, I'm sure they haven't really expressed that to me, but <laughs> but I, I have no doubt about it. So, but that's okay because I like I said, I feel at peace that we stepped out into this. Seeds were sown. People were healed. People were, um, they got a deeper revelation of the Father's love for them. And that will continue. And these precious people will continue to pass that on to others. And so I am grateful for that. And I, and I feel like the Father has, has said to me, you know, well done. Thank you, my, my daughter. And let's move on to the next thing. And so, you know, I, I have been doing ministry for years, actually, since I think it was 2011, I wrote my first book and just things started out slowly and then have been expanding, expanding and traveling and doing more and more stuff. And it has been a wonderful season and I'm not stopping. I just know that that God has me in a place where I'm making decisions and bold decisions and not people-pleasing decisions, knowing when to say no um, because I'm secure in Him. Thank you, Jesus. It took me a while. 
um, but that what I enjoy and what I don't enjoy. And some of the things that I enjoy are my rescue dogs and staying home with my dogs and staying home with my family and spending more time with my family. So God knows that. And, and I am, he's, I'm learning to balance my time. And so if I was continuing to people please, um, you know, that causes anger and frustration because I know that I have said yes. I've learned the hard way where I've said yes too many times to too many things in my schedule. And then my schedule comes up and I realize, oh my goodness, I have all these things like every week I'm traveling this month. Then I get upset. But I'm mad at myself for doing that and I'm mad at myself for not saying no. But I'm telling you, God is setting me free from that more and more and more. And I'm grateful and he's setting you free. And I'm just praying this encourages you. It doesn't even, it could, it could be for something else. You can take this for something else in your life, not ministry related. And I know some of you already are and God is speaking to your heart. So... I, you know, I have shared this one verse over and over and over and over with you guys. And I was thinking, what verse do I want to share with the whole people pleasing slash worrying about people's approval? And I'm like, well, it's that same verse I always share. And I'm going to share it again. I'm going to share just a few little um uh, little tidbits and verses from my devotional, um, just reminding you that you have God's approval and that you are loved and that God is not mad at you for making decisions to either um, stop something that that or to go in a different direction or to start something. I don't know what it is. But it's important that we understand that God is on our side cheering us on and he's not going to be mad and disappointed in us. Jesus took all punishment and wrath at the cross. Thank you, Jesus. God is not mad at us. He's madly in love with us. In fact, why don't you just say that right now with me? God is not mad at me. He's madly in love with me. Why don't you say God's, God is not disappointed in me. He's my biggest cheerleader. Father, thank you that no one believes in me more than you do right now. Those are important truths that we need to remind ourselves of because guess what? We got the father of lies, the devil, over there with accusations saying, well, you don't hear from God and you're a failure. You know, if he would have called somebody else to do that, they wouldn't have given up. You gave up too soon, you know, and God's mad at you. He's disappointed in you. People don't like you. Just the list goes on. The only thing that matters is our audience of one and how he feels about us. And so um, I am going to share that verse again. And it is, and it's really anytime you see the word righteousness in the word, what it means, like Jesus um, became our sin and gave us the gift of righteousness. Um, but Romans 1, 16 to 17, it says, 
For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Are you righteous? Yes. If you have, if you have faith in Jesus Christ, you are righteous. You are considered right with God. You have God's approval. And that's the amazing thing is I didn't really fully understand the word righteous. And, and I heard right with God. And that was awesome. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I love that definition that helps me to understand. But when you look it up and you understand that it means judicial approval, the verdict of approval. So picture Jesus, you know, picture the enemy trying to come and and accuse you, but Jesus in the courtroom hammering that gavel and I've seen a vision one time of just his blood, you know, on that gavel, like him saying, I declare you not guilty, you know, and, and you need to picture yourself with the verdict of approval, divine approval. This is the actual breakdown of the Greek word that means righteousness. That is a big deal. It means what is deemed right by the Lord, what is approved in his eyes, you have his approval. He loves you no matter what. There's not anything that you can do to make him love you any less or any more. You are perfectly loved by perfect love. And so it's imperative that we remember this with decisions that we make. And, you know, that doesn't mean we just go and make a a decision and be like, okay, God, I made this decision. You know, when you have a relationship with the father and you, you know, you hear his voice, my sheep hear his voice, you go to him and you pray about it and you ask him and he will show you. It may not be right in that moment and he will lead you by peace. And as long as we're following that peace and following our heart and how we feel like we're we're following him. We can't make the ro- the wrong decision. That's the way that I I believe God is not. And even if we did, like I said, it doesn't change anything related to God. We have His approval. We have His love. We don't have to try to earn His love, you know. And even if we make a mistake, guess what? He will lead us back onto the right path, and He he has plans to prosper us and not harm us. He doesn't punish us. He leads us and guides us and shows us his word. And in addition, the word righteous in this verse is the Greek word. I'm not going to pronounce it, meaning innocent, faultless, and guiltless. So in Christ, we are considered innocent, faultless, and guiltless. We don't have to try to be right with God. We already are right with him. And that is good news. And the case is closed. I wish I had my gavel around here that I do. So it's important to remember that you are loved. You are safe. You are secure in him no matter what. No matter who rejects you. No matter who gets mad at you for a decision you felt led to have. You know, you are safe with him and that is what matters and then i wanted to just talk for a minute again about god's love for us just as an encouragement here 
Um, is that the right one? New. Hold on a second. You know what? I can't. I don't remember which one. I'm sorry. I wrote down the wrong one. So I am going to look. Oh, wait a minute. That's why. Sorry. Yes. Um, let me make sure. Yes. It's called love, not punishment. 1 John 4, 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not been perfected in love. It's important to remember this, especially when you have to make big decisions in life. Um, you know, and so, uh, like I said before, people pleasing causes torment. Uh, the word for punishment in this verse is the Greek word kolossus. One of the meanings of this word is torment. God is love and he wants us to know that because Jesus went to the cross and took our sins and punishment for sin, we don't have to fear punishment and torment. When we know, understand, and receive the love that God has for us, fear will go. Knowing that God is not out to get us when we fail and that he loves us even in the midst of our fa failures causes fear and fear of his punishment to cease. And so I have learned that I can live in peace and joy instead of anxiety. Now, does anxiety creep up in different ways? Yes. And that's when I know that I'm believing a lie and I'm not remembering that I am loved, I am safe, I am secure in the Father's arms. And God wants us to know that he's our safe place. He's not a place of torment and condemnation. He's not gonna set us up for failure. He is safe and trustworthy and he is perfect love. So let that sink in that you can never be separated from his love. And the last thing I want to share as I was looking at this is that God is consistent. He's, he's not up and down. He doesn't change. He doesn't love you one minute for any decisions you make, or, um, he doesn't love you, love you any less when you, um, make certain decisions or feel like you're not led to do something anymore, or, if you get mad or, you know, the list goes on. We have to remember that God is consistent. He is not like people. He doesn't lie. He doesn't change his mind. He is consistent. People, unfortunately, lie. They There's lots of things that happen in the fallen world, you know, and we've all made mistakes personally, but we have to remember that God is different. He is consistent, he is safe, and he is trustworthy. And we have to remember there are safe and consistent, trustworthy out, people out there and they know they are loved by the Father. And so when you know you are loved by the Father, you're able to um, love others. Anyway, the list goes on for that. But it, the verse is James 1.17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. So 
I have this little example here. Chameleons are lizards known for changing colors. Many people think they change colors to help camouflage themselves in their environment, but this isn't the main reason. They primarily change due to light and temperature and their emotions. In fact, chameleons are believed to change color based on their moods with darker colors indicating that a chameleon is angry. Unfortunately, many people feel that God is like a chameleon, moody and angry one day and blessing them the next. That couldn't be any further from the truth. God is consistent 24-7 and we need to settle this truth once and for all in our heart. If we feel that God is moody, changing from one mood to another, like, oh, he, God loves Nicole when she has the Hope Center, but God doesn't love Nicole if she decides to, to, you know, sell the Hope Center. The list goes on. You can switch that for anything. We'll be afraid to go to him when we need him the most. His desire is that we know he's always in a good mood, ready to help us when we need it. He's our answer. I love how it says no variation. In other words, God doesn't change. He is solid. He is trustworthy. He remains consistent all the time. The definition of variation is the act process or accident of varying in condition, character, or degree. God's character never changes, and that is good news for us. He's always good. It's not God who needs to change his mind about us. It's we who need to change our mind about him. He always pursues us with his love and truth. He's always a good father. He's consistent. He never lies. He's a truth teller. His love is a gift that is not earned and he'll never stop loving us or reject us. He'll always be faithful to us. So I just want to encourage you out there. Um, I know some of you are receiving this, that, you know, there's things that, that you do and, and you're called to do or decisions you need to make and you're worried about uh, what people think or rejection from people or not having their approval anymore. And God just wants to encourage you that when you hear from him, that his approval is the only one that matters and that he'll work everything else out. And sometimes, you know, friendships change, relationships change in our lives. And we see sometimes through some of the different seasons we go through in difficult times, who's meant to be there and who's not meant to be there. So that is not a bad thing. God always places um, people in our paths to help us and he will show us and sometimes we're just connected with people for a season and that's it and there's nothing wrong with that at all but I just want to encourage you to follow peace follow your heart guard your heart with with peace that passes all understanding and ask the father to help you to make the right decision you need to make no matter what it is and stick with that and understand he's leading you and guiding you and it doesn't matter what other people think. That is not your secure identity in him is, has nothing to do with how people approve of you or don't approve of you or me. And that is good news. 
Um, so anyway, I hope you were blessed by that in some way. This is what I felt led to share with you today because these are things I've been meditating on and, and going on uh, with my life. And so I just want to pray. Father, I thank you for the people out there watching. And Father, I thank you that some of them are feeling a sigh of relief right now, that that there were some things that they were uncertain of and you have spoken to their heart right now and shared with them, yes, you are hearing me. That's the right decision. And, and so I thank you, Father, that anxiety is breaking off of people right now in Jesus' name and that your wisdom and your voice is being heard by them. And so I thank you, Father. And Father, if any accusation, condemnation, lie, guilt, or any uh, rejection that comes from this, I pray that that they would see that that has nothing to do with them and it does not change their identity and that they can hold their head up high knowing that they are a child of God and that they are being led and guided by you, by a precious Holy Spirit. And so I thank you, Father. I just speak peace over everyone right now from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. I speak uh, peace to immune systems right now in Jesus' name. I speak peace to all organs in the body, any organs that are not functioning properly. I command you to function properly right now in Jesus' name and line up with the finished work of Christ. I command depression and anxiety to get out in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that peace, peace is flowing right now through people's minds and hearts and bodies in Jesus name. Amen. And Father, the last thing I pray that I feel like you um, put on my heart, I thank you, Father, that right now you are touching hearts right now. People, you are, some people are experiencing in a tangible way, the Father's amazing love for them right now. And if that's you, you just keep receiving it. And I just know that God is going to keep giving you that deeper revelation because it is the desire of your heart. And when we know we are loved and secure in him, it causes healing and wholeness and joy and peace to manifest in our bodies. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.